Welcome to the PHF Podcast. My name is Michael Babcock. I am here at the Portage Health Foundation office for a quick edition of the PHF Podcast with Kevin Storr, our executive director, talking about some really big news. And first off, I have to apologize. Several of you saw some posts on our social media that said really big news coming and made some assumptions about Giving Tuesday. This is not Giving Tuesday. It's actually, in my opinion, much bigger than that, um, which should set the stage a little bit. We are working towards um, a brand new wellness campus which is uh, a really big, big idea. Um, and it's, a, it's a, what I've been calling is a multi-million dollar investment in the future and the health of our community. So I, I'm here with Kevin Storr. And Kevin, I want you to talk about this. What, like, where did this project come from and what are kind of, what's your vision on what might happen here with this? You know, I think this goes back um, actually before we converted from the hospital. And, um, you know, Jim Bogan had at a number, a couple of different times, had investigated the idea of building a YMCA for the community. Um, and there's a lot of reasons that that didn't happen, uh, in particular, the, the financial model uh, that was needed to support an entity like that didn't exist and really wasn't possible. Um, but when when I had interviewed for the position, you know, even at that time, uh, conversation during the interview with the board was, you know, this fund that we're creating has a potential to do something bigger for our community than just be a funder. And a lot of the smaller projects we've done, we've done some big projects as well. But the idea all along has been, how do we position the foundation to really, um, you know, not only position the foundation to to finance or to go after the financing to support an endeavor like this, but to also build the type of social capital needed to demonstrate that we can execute on the projects that we take on. and. Um, you know, so, you know, over the last almost almost nine, ten years now, we've been working towards that end. And, um, you know, we have talked about the idea with many of our community partners about, you know, some co-location space. Um, one of the top five questions that I always get is, when are you going to build, you know, when are we going to build as a community some kind of a recreation component or recreation facility or whatnot? Um, you talk with the veterans uh, community and, you know, they need a place for the veterans to you know, congregate and to be able to have the resources and physical um, physical activity and an outlet for that. Um, you talk about, you know, CTE programming and a number of different things that can go into this. And and I don't, you know, we talked a little bit, we don't want to be so prescriptive in, in inviting the community to provide input that we, you know, direct input in one direction or another. Um, but we are exploring the idea of building a large scale uh, community wellness campus that would, um, maybe perhaps co-locate some of our human service partners um, that would maybe address some of the recreational resource needs that we have in our community um, that would help us with, you know, youth programming, senior programming, those types of things. Um, So right now what we're asking for is we're asking for community input. We want them to think big. You know, if we had a, if we had the uh, facility that was able to serve our community um, what would you want in it? You know, do you, do you want a place where there's some centralized mental health care? Do you want a place that you can have a pickleball court? Um, do you want a place where there could be uh, indoor archery, archery range and, you know, and training and whatnot? Um, we don't know what that is. So um, I think, uh, you know, the timing is right right now for us to take what we've talked about a little bit internally and with some of our most close community partners and to put that out to the community at, at large and say, help us with some ideas um, in, in what you would like to see 
and how can we, you know, explore that and consider those things as we look at um, better serving our community. Excellent. And that's where you, the community, comes in. Um, the survey is currently out there. If you go to phfgive.org slash wellness campus, you can go there and fill out the survey. It'll take you a few minutes. Honestly, it'll take you two minutes if you want it to take you two minutes. If you want to sit and think about it for a long time, it could take you a long time too. There's yeah. there's big open fields in there for you to put in your ideas. And that's what we're looking for right now. We're This is this is the first stage. This is the first stage we're really doing um, where we're bringing this out to the public and saying, we're ready to do this. We're ready to take these next steps. And our first step is to hear from you on what you want to do. And then we'll take all those ideas in and, and take our next step, which will probably be some more targeted community um, opportunities for involvement, whether that's focus groups or having community presentations um, or just some kind of presentation we'll see online where, you know, people can watch a video or something like that. We're, we're not sure what that next step will be, because honestly, we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear those ideas. Um, and, and a big question on, you know, in addition to what we're looking at doing is, is where, Kevin, what kind of things are we looking terms in terms of where? You know, and that, that's always a difficult question because, um, location to serve um, vulnerable portions of our community, or do we do we locate this in an area where we know that there's going to be the opportunity for foot traffic and centrally located? Um, you know, we have we have been meeting with some folks, um, you know, with some of our municipal leaders and whatnot, looking at different places. Um, we have a couple areas that we think will will work for the size and scope of a facility that we're talking about. Um, and I think that's maybe an important component is that, you know, what we are envisioning right now is a large scale, um, purpose built multi-million dollar investment. Yeah. Too. Like, don't think small. This is not just another little building. This is a big no, project. We're, we're not looking for a place where we're going to just see a couple offices in in a small indoor area. I mean, we are looking at making sure that we would like to see the grounds uh, area be conducive for community activities and events and festivals. We are, you know, we're thinking, you know, again, co-location space, indoor space, um, sports, all those things. So we are think big, think, think, you know, when you go to a community or if you're on the, you know, you're a member of the Copper Country Junior Hockey Association and you go to a tournament somewhere and you're sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, wouldn't this be wonderful to have something like this in our community? Or if you're at a soccer tournament or something, or you know, you, you know, if somebody else is getting some additional support or after school programs that you had in your home community before, we're just looking right now for an open invitation to provide that input. We also recognize that not everything's going to be able to be incorporated in us. And, and we likely are going to have to phase this in. Um, you know, if we, if there is a decision to proceed with actual, you know, breaking ground and construction at some point, that it, it likely is going to have to be done in some phases. We also know that we can't do it alone. So, I mean, if this is, if you are a, if you're somebody sitting there thinking, wow, it's about time that somebody was looking at this and have an interest in, in getting in and having that conversation from a donor standpoint and, and would like to see this become a reality and record, and you recognize not only the, the, um, social benefit and the human aspects of this, but also recognize the financial benefit that this will mean for our regional community and our regional economy and want to talk with us about it, we, we would really like to have that conversation as well and or that input as well. So right now we're just looking for general input and we'll we'll continue to provide feedback to the community on what we're going to do with that input. And I, and I would suggest passing this along to other stakeholders you know too. If you have a, a cause that's really interesting to you, we're going to be looking at the like raw results of a survey. You know, get this to people in your groups, get them to say it in different ways, get their ideas out there in as many ways as you can because Ultimately, these ideas are what's going to help drive our next steps with this. 
And also, I just want to give a quick throw, uh, shout out to Copper Country Senior Meals. They'll be part of this. Um, that's that's one element of this. And talk about what space they might need and, and give people another idea, another perspective of what we're looking at. You know, when when we when we ventured down the the partnership with Copper Country Senior Meals, it was really about how do we maintain in a way that's sustainable the services to our elder community, in particular the the, the nutrition services. But we also recognize that their kitchen space or their prep prep kitchen, the cooking area, the cold storage, all the things that they need to effectively scale is not in a uh, it's not in a facility that's conducive to serve our community in the way that's needed. So that's one example, you know, in terms of how we would look at building, uh, incorporating a, a, an appropriate kitchen space, education space. And in that example, we've also had some conversations with you know, Jim Radiola, the superintendent of the immediate school district, about what does this mean in terms of maybe offering some additional CT program? Could we incorporate CT education in a culinary program with an expanded footprint in our senior meals kitchen? So, I mean, it's not just we're not looking at this as a one off to be self-serving for, you know, maybe the foundation or some of those immediate needs. But really looking at how can this how can this facility be a platform that not only encourages collaboration and partner engagement, but is purpose built to allow that to happen, that that really um, embraces some of those very specific needs that those other organizations have that brings it underneath one roof that we actually enhance everybody's better uh, service to be able to better serve our community in a way that we can't do right now. So it, there's a lot more to come out of this. Um, we're both kind of smirking here because there's a lot of energy and a lot of excitement around this idea. and. Um, I think I think most people that I've talked to so far about it immediately see the potential from one form or another in this and immediately get excited about it. And again, we want to make sure that if we are going to do this, if we're going to explore this, that we do it right and we do it with all all the input that we can get from our stakeholders. So, Excellent. Again, the survey is available at phfgive.org slash wellness campus. Um, Kevin, thank you again for doing this podcast. I appreciate it. And it's fun to think, you know, that right now it's mid-December 2022. You know, five years from now, hopefully this project will be somewhere special and we'll be we'll be talking about, you know, the services we've added to the community and, and how our community has an opportunity to be healthier now because of this. So thanks for doing this and um, help get that feedback in. We'll close closing the survey on January 31st. So get it in before then um, and make sure you keep up with everything we have going there. In addition to the survey, there's also an email list you can sign up for for updates about the wellness campus. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you.